And uh, Keisha, yesterday, uh, Josh Frydenberg, the uh, federal... Treasurer. Treasurer. <laughs> I was happy enough I got the name right. I was patting myself on the back, forgot what he did. Uh, he the announced... money man. The money man. Uh, he announced a lot of changes that's going on with the job keeper and job seeker. Now, I've said before, I'm not an expert on these things, so we get those people on the show, and we are joined by a federal member, local member, Lisa Chesters. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking the time to chat to us, Lisa. Um, now, yesterday, there were a whole lot of changes that kind of came through from Josh Frydenberg. Are you able to run through kind of the most important ones, the ones that everyone's yeah. questioning? I know that a lot of people are questioning about the difference between full-time, part-time and casual workers. So we'll start with JobKeeper. That's the one where the government pays your employer to keep you employed. Uh, that's been cut. So at the moment, for every worker that's receiving that via their boss, it's $1,500. That's been cut, if you're full-time, to uh, $1,200. And if you're part-time, so doing less than 20 hours prior to when COVID struck, prior to the crisis, then it's been cut to $750. So that's it's, it's a pay cut, basically, and the hope is that businesses are sort of back, their doors are open, income's coming in, they can top it up. But my frustration is, of course, uh, in Bendigo, in Victoria, that's not the case. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is... We've still got restrictions on and things are still tough. I agree. Um, this is like a big picture. Uh, uh, they're making choices for Australia while Victoria's not in the same boat at the moment and New South Wales about to be the same. I understand clearly closing the loophole because a lot of people got pay rises. They're like, I was doing four hours a week and all of a sudden now I'm getting 750 bucks. This is great. I understand closing that, but cutting the rest of it, is that just a giant screw you to everyone who's already struggling? Well, and it's a very big pay cut. So I agree. And I think most people did that. If you're, you know, doing less than 20 hours a week, getting the full-time rate was a bit rich. I agree. Um, but I'm also really worried too for the small businesses where uh, they are the person that was claiming job keeper that also what are known as sole traders where this is the only income that they've had coming in. Uh, they work on an ABN and then all of a sudden they've just copped a big $300 pay cut. Like we're in a different place to Darwin, to Perth. Their nightclubs are open. Uh, they have no social distancing in their restaurants. They can have as many people as they want. So... There, there's no recognition of that in the government plan. Uh, the other kicker is what they've done to Job Seeker. That's the payment that's paid by Centrelink. That's the uh, old New Start rate, and that too has had a straight cut of three hundred dollars. Uh, and that will actually end at Christmas. So it's a bit of a um, bit of a stick that's going on there. And they're also saying that you have to go out and demonstrate that you're looking for work. Now, that's really hard in Bendigo because, and even in Melbourne because uh, you can't go door to door. You can't, we have to be socially distancing. So it's a bit of uh, setting people up to fail and that's my real worry with what the government's announced yesterday. Lisa, as I do like to do, I like to play devil's advocate and kind of argue the other side. Firstly, when are these changes coming into play? They come in uh, in September, so when the current scheme runs out, so in about uh, 
four to six weeks, depending upon whether it's JobKeeper or JobSeeker. And then the new changes to JobSeeker are in place until Christmas. And at Christmas, JobKeeper, uh, it will stay, but it'll be cut again and it'll go to a lower rate again. I mean, in theory, businesses are supposed to be getting back to normal confidence, Mm -hmm. supposed to be restored. That's happening in Queensland, but it's not happening in Victoria. So in practice... I'm worried that it's going to leave a lot of families short, a lot of individuals out of pocket, and that's going to put further pressure on our local economy. Well, the yeah, stat I, I, I think yeah. that for Victoria specifically, yeah. that is very much going to be the case. I mean, I saw that for the job seeker, they went, they needed to attempt uh, to seek a job four times in a month, which I don't think is unreasonable. Yeah, but the other stat I saw was for every seven unemployed people, there's one job. I, that is that's, that's the problem. Chaos. And right now, You're while we have things like social distancing, yeah. where we can't have the hospitality industry back to normal, yeah. and that kind of thing that Lisa's been speaking about, it's unreasonable to expect that there will be that many jobs. Yeah. Is it possible that the parliament will look at a different set of rules for places like Victoria? If Parliament meets, and that's kind of the other cheeky mm. kind of twist to this, um, the PM cancelled Parliament because he said it was too unsafe for Victorians to travel to Canberra, yet the Treasurer, who's a Victorian, was in Canberra yesterday standing next to the PM for a press conference. <laughs> also, so we've all had like, a Zoom call. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's a bit like, really? And so you just kind of go either you're really wanting to hear from what's happening, you really want to have the MPs there, you've said you've cancelled Parliament because you can't have it without Victorians, yet your Victorian um, mates are flying in and out all the time. So it's a bit of, come on, PM, let us do our job. We've we've got, I'm worried that he doesn't understand what's happening here in Victoria. He's at the footy, there's no social distancing, uh, life is normal for the PM in his world. That's why we have like elected representatives from each of our regions in Australia. So we can go and share what's happening in our patch. Uh, and we're just not getting a chance to do that. Yeah. We need to. Well, in, uh, the government needs to know how tough it is in Victoria and in Bendigo. Well, I'm really hoping that they come to the party and revisit this when they next sit, I guess. Uh, because, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's quite all worked out yet. But uh, thanks for standing up for yes, us, Lisa. I really appreciate that. For us. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone's not sure where they stand, uh, encourage them to call my office. Uh, we are still working. We are still there. And because it's so complicated, because there's job keeper, job seeker, now there's job trainer and God knows what else, please give us a call because we are helping people navigate through the different systems. We are going to see people lose jobs in Bendigo if this is the system that we, is the new reality, if it goes through unamended that scares me but we're there to help you in any way that we can wonderful contact lisa chester's office thank you so much for your time this morning lisa good to catch up anytime